There were 1.4 million realtors in 2019, according to the National Association of Realtors. How can you stand out in a growing industry? Is your pitch, oh, well, you should choose me as your agent because I'll work twice as hard as any other agent and I love real estate and I'm just a happy person to work with. That's not good enough. Today, I'm going over exactly how you can separate yourself from every agent in your market and organically attract clients. Coming up. Welcome to the Think Big Real Estate Podcast, the show where I share what I'm learning about real estate sales and real estate investing to help you grow your real estate business. Today, I'm going over how to pick your niche. Now, here's the thing. If you try to reach everyone, you'll end up connecting with no one. In real estate, as you know, is a people business. Your network is your net worth. You're going to have a hard time getting by in real estate if you don't have solid connections. Now, this means a lot of agents think when they say they're afraid of niching down because they fear turning away business. No, that's not what you're doing. You know, if you get uh, a lead coming from outside of your niche that's not related to your niche, absolutely take it. Take it. The point of a niche is to have a focus. You want to have a main focus, but every once in a while, if you get someone outside of your niche, take it. Don't deny business, but you should be an authority figure in your niche. You should be the person that does this. You should be the person that does real estate, is known for real estate investing. You should be the person that is known for working with veterans or working with, with farmers or in rural areas. It, you should be the agent that's known for providing the best service in uh, commercial real estate. The point of having a niche and being in a niche as an agent is for you to be seen as an expert and to make you stand out from every other agent. Because here's the thing. Every other agent you ever... Here's the thing. If you ever go on Zillow, right? You, you can go on Zillow today. Go on Zillow Agent Finder and look up the agents in your area, right? You'll, you'll see their profile. And I want you just, just to read. Don't read the paragraphs, that nonsense. Just read what they have as their title. I'll tell you, most of the agents in my area, what they have as their specialty is Buyer's agent, seller's agent, relocation. That's about 80% of my market. Every agent is a buyer's agent, which, yeah, duh, you're an agent. You, you better represent buyer. Yeah, of course you're a buyer's agent. Seller's agent? Of course you're a seller's agent. You, you shouldn't be doing that. So it's not really a niche. And then relocation. People moving out of out of state and stuff like that. Okay, that's a niche. But everyone's doing it. 
you're not setting yourself apart. And that's the point of picking a niche. There were 1.4 million agents, 1.4 million agents in the country in 2019. I can't imagine where it is today. The graph, it, the graph is, is growing and it's only getting bigger and more, more and more. <clears throat> there are even more and more realtors being introduced to the market. You need a way to set yourself apart. And a niche does that. A, a niche... Here's the thing with niches. You're speaking directly to the person that you're trying to attract. Now, what do I mean by this? Well... If I do, like, for instance, my my podcast is all about real estate investing and real estate sales. If I keep talking about real estate investing, I'm going to attract people that are in real estate investing. You see, you have, and eventually, over time, as I keep providing more and more, I'll be seen as an expert in the real estate investing space and agents and um, clients that are in my area can can scroll through uh, my podcast and see oh this guy knows a lot maybe I should work with him if if there's a real estate investor and they see an agent that's talking a lot about real estate investing you see the connect there that is what will set you apart from every other agent, not just being a <laughs> not just being a bland buyer's agent and seller's agent. No duh, you're a buyer's and seller's agent. You should be. You're an agent. That's what every agent does. Hi, getting hyped up here. Now, and a great opportunity to do that and attract the people within your niche is to start either a YouTube channel or a video podcast or just a regular podcast. If, if you don't want to be on camera, that's fine. Just start a podcast. The thing that I like about video podcasts is that it's so casual. You can talk, you can do say whatever you want. It, it's literally just a conversation. The only difference between a regular conversation and a podcast is that you're putting the conversation online. That's it. There, there's very little editing to this. There's very little to do. And it's so easy for you as an agent because I know you're busy. I know you're busy. And in my opinion, podcasts slash video podcasts are a way to go. So I have link in the description. If you're curious about pricing for the equipment, you certainly don't need all of that, all of that stuff. Like instead of getting a mixer, you can get a interface for uh, much less. But I like a mixer because it cuts down on editing time. I don't have to edit as much, which for you, I'm sure your life as an agent is really busy and you could use some help from your equipment. So it's there, but 
And here's the thing. Everyone's working from from home. So, uh, look, I'm going to stop. But I think it's a huge opportunity for you to take advantage of. Start a podcast, video podcast, or a YouTube channel. Everyone's home during this pandemic. This is a way for you to take advantage of this. Now, like I said, when you're niching down, you're not denying business. Don't deny people. If you're a, if you're a commercial agent, right, and you get a client that's in residential, don't say no to them and say, no, 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 I only work in commercial. No, you can go over there. No, only commercial. I only do commercial, nothing else. No, no, don't deny business from other, other niches. If you're in commercial, a commercial real estate agent, and that's your niche, still accept as much business as you can. Don't deny business. Don't, don't push business away. Don't ever do that. But you should be known for and primarily work with, in this case, commercial uh, clients, commercial commercial clients, people who work in the commercial, you know, commercial real estate investors, because that's pretty much what commercial is. They're just real estate investors that do their business in commercial real estate. So don't, don't go in and see when you're picking your niche, still accept as much business as you can. Just, you know, mention to that outsider, that person that's not in your niche, say that uh, residential client when you're a commercial agent, mention, say, hey, did you know this, this, and this about commercial? And sort of put put that aura out there that you're an expert in commercial and people should work with you because you're in commercial. Now, there's more than commercial, obviously. There, there's uh, residential uh, there's commercial. You can do real estate investing too. Uh, there are hotels. There are new developments. There, you can work with the elderly. Uh, there are veterans. There, there's relocation. There, there's a ton of niches out there. And you know, I think the best way to to sort of pick your niche is to really stay, take a step back and. Look at what group are you working with the most now? T take a look at your clients that you had in the last six months. Let's say six months. And if you don't have a lot of clients, well, then extend the time. Maybe the last year, last two years, and so on. And take a look into to what niche they fit in. Are they mostly veterans? Are they mostly investors? Are they mostly commercial? Are they mostly elderly people? And take a look at who you are already working with. Because if you're already working with them, I mean, you there's obviously a natural attraction for them. Like if you work, let's say you have 50 clients for the year and 30 of them of those clients for the year were people over 50 years old. 
I mean, people over 50 like you for a reason. So you could really expand on that. You could be in a niche right now and you don't even know it. And all you have to do right now is just tell it to the world that you're in the niche and be that expert. All you have to do is promote it. That's the best position for you because you don't have to go in through the whole, um, the whole rigmarole, rigmarole, it's <laughs> a weird word, the whole rigmarole of having to find a niche and finding the pros and cons and what, what's the income potential for each niche and all, everything like that. You may be in a niche and you don't even know it. Now, when you're picking a niche, you have to know why you're working with them, right? And I'm, I'm talking going beyond like, oh, well, because there's a lot of, like, for instance, elderly people in my area. So I have to work with elderly people and I have to work, I have to be um, in that niche and be specialized in that niche and be an authority in that niche. Don't look at, don't, you have to go beyond the money and beyond, you just can't go based on superficial things. I'm talking like your why has to be deep within you. It has to embody you. And in those tough moments where I'm sure you're, you're gonna one day, if you haven't already, you know, be working till, till midnight and you know, you wake up at five and you work till midnight and, and on those tough days, maybe where uh, the deal didn't fall through or, or you know, something bad happens and maybe the appraisal didn't come in right. Maybe you found a lot of problems during the inspection. Your why? It's what pushes you through those moments. Like, for instance, one of the reasons why I like real estate investing so much, and one of the reasons why I started this uh, podcast, video podcast, was because of the pandemic. You see, there was... um. Early in the pandemic, no one knew what was going on, right? And there was this this mother, which was at the grocery store, and there were these news reporters there. They did an interview with her, and she said she couldn't afford to feed her kids because she she had to pay rent. You know, she got laid off early in the pandemic, and I mean, she was literally faced with, do I pay rent and give my kids a place to live? Or do I face getting evicted and having them eat? No one should ever be in that situation. Ever. Ever. And you know, that really opened up my eyes, you know, that the... These people need help. And you know, I don't know everything about real estate investing. I'm, I don't know everything. Like for this 
podcast. I'm just sharing what I'm learning. I'm learning a lot, but I don't know everything. But you know, I know a heck of a lot more than the average person. And if I can pass that knowledge on and and help them leave a legacy for their family and to be in a in a much better financial position than than they ever were if I can be that person to help them and so they can live their dreams because financially they're set I'm going to do that if the world isn't going to help that mother I will because I can because I have the knowledge again I don't know everything and then here's the thing you don't know you don't need to know everything either when you're picking out your niche like you say you, you want to switch into commercial but you know nothing about commercial many agents do this they let their fear of going into a new niche and saying oh well well, I know nothing about it. I don't know. I don't know. And they get scared and they just run from the opportunity. Let me ask you this. When was the last time you knew exactly what to do when you were hired at a new job? Step by step. When when does that ever happen? It doesn't. It doesn't happen. Sure, you can you can get a lot of training and prepare yourself for that. You can go to college and take all of these classes and get a, a good knowledge of it. But real world is a lot different than what you study. You learn as you go. If you're afraid of getting into a niche and maybe your lack of knowledge within that niche is holding you back from working with people that you really want to work with just do it you'll learn as you go you can't expect yourself to be an expert right off the bat that's not reasonable it's not it's not an obtainable goal now Your reason for working with whoever you want to work with, whatever niche you want to work with, whether whether it's vets, whether it's elderly, whether it's investing, whether it's commercial, whatever, whether it's hotels, whatever niche you want to work with, you have to have a powerful reason why. And you know, what... When I was in, in tennis, right, I took tennis really seriously. Really se- I mean, I mean, like, I was training six hours a day, like, all the time. Like, six, six hours a day, six days a week, one rest day. I mean, I, I was studying the game, I was practicing, I was doing, I did two workouts a day, one... One for strength, and then one uh, cardio-based. And then I did about two hours hitting. And then I did another hour uh, on the court, just going through the motions and thinking strategy. Now, I took this really seriously. And you know, one of my goals, 
was to get a tennis scholarship. And I did it. And the only reason why I turned that dream into reality was because I knew that I could do it. And I'll tell you what, getting that scholarship was... It hurt. You know, everyone likes to look at this success, but they don't like to hear or talk about what it took to get there. And you know, I, I was placed last on my tennis team for years. For years. Coaches didn't believe in me. But you know, I wasn't going to let someone else's opinion of me determine what I can and cannot do with my life. I was not going to let that happen. I am me, and I control whatever it is I want to do. If I want to, I can do whatever I want. If I want to be an astronaut, I'll be a being astronaut. If I want to... If I want to be a real estate investor, I'll be a, a real estate investor. If I want to be a tennis player, I'll be a king real tennis player. Don't ever let someone tell you what you can and cannot do. Only you're in charge of that. It's your life. Now, of course, do that within reason and within the law. But you can be whatever you want to be. And the only thing that got me through those moments was because I had a strong why. I saw a dream and I didn't let anything, anything get in my way. I tell you what, I was the hardest worker you'll ever see. No one outworked me. No one, no one outworked me in the classroom. No one outworked me it, on the court, on the tennis court, while everyone else left on the tennis court, the whole team left and practice was over. I stayed for an extra hour and then I'd go rest and eat and then I'd go out again on top of the workouts that I was doing, on top of the strategic uh, training that I was doing, the studying of the game, right? In the classroom, I got 4.0. Coach said that's the highest GPAs on the team. Yet I still had time to get a tennis scholarship and do play great tennis. Don't ever tell you what you, don't ever let anyone tell you what you can and cannot do. You're the only one who can place the limits on yourself. Now, moving back to niche after my little rant. You have to know why you're working with them. And it has to go far beyond the money. Far beyond the money. The money will only take you so far. 
You may be successful for six months, 12 months, 24 months, three years, but eventually it's not going to take you that far. You're going to give up. I'll tell you. I'm telling you this right now. Don't. You have to have a, a stronger why than just looking at the money. Yes, money is great. It's a, a lot, life's a lot easier with money. Yes. But if you're miserable, a lot of people are miserable. Like I know this, this one agent, he makes $60,000 a month. 60000 a month. And he's complaining how he hates his job as an agent. He hates it. He doesn't want to do it anymore. He hates dealing with his clients and how he's, they perceive him as the bearer of bad news and no one likes him. But he still makes 60000 a month. Does that look like success to you? Being miserable? Sure, he's making a lot of money. He's making a hell of a lot of money. But the dude's miserable. Imagine yourself waking up every day. Man, I, I couldn't do that. That's why it's so important to pick a good niche. Pick people you want to work with. And know why you want to work with them beyond the money. Now, in order to find your niche, you have to go to where they're at. A good resource is meetup.com. You can find a, a bunch of uh, gatherings today. Maybe not during the pandemic, maybe it's more online or outdoors. But there are, there are a bunch of uh, like-minded people with like-minded interests, like there are comic book groups, there, there are real estate groups, there are, I'm sure you can find a group, you, you can definitely find a group that has your niche or the niche that you're trying to work yourself into, to weave into on meetup.com. It's a great resource. Uh, another thing is just volunteer. Go to volunteers and just Start talking to people. For instance, like, if you're niche, if you decide you like the elderly and you want to work with people 50 up, ask yourself, where do the elderly hang out the most? Where can you see the most elderly people? In my opinion, a good place to go is church. It's all about going where your niche is. For, investor, for investors, for example, they have RIAs, Real Estate Investing Associations, basically a club of real estate investors, and they talk with each other, and they learn, they teach each other real estate investing. It's amazing. If you want to work, for instance, Waterfront, I don't see a lot of agents at Waterfront. Then again, I am in the Midwest, so if Waterfront's your thing. Chances are high you'll find people with waterfront properties in boating clubs. It, it just takes, and you look, and finding your niche, it's not going to be, you're probably not going to find it after listening to this episode, but I hope you find it soon because it can definitely 
change your life. And it, here, here's another thing about finding your niche. If you're seen as an expert, let's go back to commercial. Let's say you want your niche to be commercial real estate investing and no one else is doing commercial real estate, real estate investing in, in your market. You're seen as an expert. If you're the only one providing commercial real estate investing advice, you can charge more in commission. You can charge a premium. Look, listen to this analogy. You don't just go to any doctor to say and have them have surgery on your fingers, right? I'm just throwing it. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But the point is, you... Don't just go to any doctor for any problem you have. They're a specialist. There's a ear, nose, and throat doctor. There's a kidney doctor. There's a general doctor. In the medical field, everyone's specialized. And I'm sure you know when you get that medical bill, when you get from a specialty doctor, they're way... <laughs> they charge way more. All right? And that's the opportunity that you can have by niching down and being seen as an expert. You can charge more. Effectively, like, you can make the same amount of money, if not more, by just raising your commission rate because you're an expert in your niche and no one else is covering your niche. Like over here, over here in my market, there's no one. I think I saw like one or two real estate investor agents that, that are fully real estate investor agents. I think there was like one commercial real estate guy, but that's commercial. You can charge more. And if you can charge more, that means you don't have to close as many deals. You, you see how powerful picking a niche is. And again, don't deny any business that you have. If you're primarily working in one niche, of course, accept all the business you can. But primarily, primarily is the key word. Primarily work with commercial real estate investors. Primarily work with uh, farmers or rural rural property owners primarily but you're not denying any business that's not related to your niche now if you're interested i have five ways to download uh five ways if you're interested i have five low money down loans down download in the description also check out the kit store i have in the description so you can take advantage of this pandemic and everyone being at home. Oh my gosh, you have such a huge opportunity. And start your video podcast or your podcast or your YouTube channel, whatever it is, start. Everyone's home right now. Start for your business. Just start. Now, make sure to like and share this episode with 
anyone you might think help grow their real estate business. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.